Welcome to this episode of Talking Points. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, the Points Guy. And today, I've got something special for you. I have not one, but two really interesting guests on the podcast today, one of whom has been with us before, Lee Abamonte, intrepid world traveler who's been to every country and so much more, and the CMO of Bank of America, Meredith Verdone. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Great to be here, Brian. Great to be back, man. So today, I mean, we have a lot to talk about. Um, We want to definitely dive deep. As the Points Guy and the Talking Points podcast, we want to talk about the Bank of America Premium Rewards Visa card and the Preferred Rewards program. But first, let's get to know each other. Meredith, when you were a child, did you want to be the CMO of a major bank? Well, I have to admit, I did not. In fact, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was actually a huge sports fan growing up, and I wanted to do uh, color, so meaning uh, radio or TV commentary. I was a huge Red Sox fan, probably watched every game that there was, and that was my desire to be sitting in your seat (laughs) with a big microphone in front of me. But instead, I ended up going to Bowdoin College. I studied economics there, and when I graduated, I entered the world of advertising, and I fell in love with that as my career track, and been doing that for about 35 years. I'm thrilled to be at Bank of America and have the opportunity. And Lee, so you're a sports fan as well. Haven't you been to every park? Yeah, I've been to every uh, major stadium in America and most of them around the world. And I actually just got back from Japan for the Rugby World Cup. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, just a lifelong sports fan. My dream as a child, by the way, was to play shortstop for the Yankees. That guy, Derek Jeter, had that, you know, monopolized when I, when I was coming up. So I didn't really get that opportunity. So wait, but I just want to make sure you guys are sitting close together. So you're I'm Red, a Red Sox. Sox you're Yankees. Yankees. This might be a problem. <laughs> late. Okay. So Meredith, being the CMO of such a huge bank, what is a day like for you, you know, in, in terms of your scope? Well, it is pretty broad. I mean, if you think about my responsibility, we have 66 million customers. And so our job really is to deeply understand them. So as a marketer, that is job one, is to really understand what their needs are and ensuring we've got the right solutions and the right marketing to make sure we're telling our story so they understand what our brand is about, what our products and services are about across the spectrum. And you think about it, we serve people who are college students, to people who just got married, to small business owners, to CEOs of corporations. So we've got this expansive view. And really my job is that people understand what we stand for as a company. And today, what's interesting, people do want to know what kind of a company you are. And I think that's a really interesting dynamic. On one hand, I need people to understand our different products and services, like we're going to talk about today, what our credit card and our rewards program offers. But at the same time, they want to know well, how do you think? What kind of a company are you? What are your policies? How do you treat your employees? So it's a really dynamic role to make sure we're telling that story in a really easy to understand way. And so how would you sum it up in a couple of sentences? Like what does Bank of America stand for? Well, I can tell you our purpose and something that we feel really strongly about. And everyone in the company could recite this. It is to make financial lives better through the power of every connection. And we believe that is our job. And that's true north for us. Are you making financial lives better? And we think about that when you're developing a product in our app design, everything we're doing. And if it doesn't make financial lives better, we're not going to do it. So it is really the filter by which we all think about how we serve our customers. That's really interesting because at the point, Sky, I mean, obviously we're a tiny company compared to Bank of America, but our True North is just helping people travel better. And a part of that is helping people navigate financial products. And it can be, it is very confusing, you know, even 
as the points guy, there's still loyalty programs that are really confusing and to figure out the products that really actually reward you. So I'm excited today to dive in a little bit because I do think in the travel reward space, there are certain dominant players who have tons of different products and really drive deep in travel. But I think the Bank of America premium rewards visa has a really unique spot. And now, Lee, so you've traveled every poll because <laughs> now there's so many people traveling to every country, but you you have them beat by by something, right? Well, first of all, I'm kind of the OG with it. So I was uh, the first one to kind of go public with the whole thing. And uh, a lot of people blame me for the influx of how many there are now. But I'm still the uh, the youngest person to visit every country and then both polls. And uh, I've been to so many more as well, like all the territories and and everything that no one's ever heard of or actually thought about going. And we're going to get into how you've used points to travel around the world, similar to me, but in a lot more interesting ways. But Meredith, let's focus on credit card division at Bank of America. The reward space is really competitive. And, you know, it can be argued that there's a, a race going on where every bank and card offers trying to one up each other. What is Bank of America's approach to winning in this highly competitive market? Yeah, I mean, first of all, everything we do starts with our customer and understanding what is it they want. And we hear a couple things across the board. One is know me, understand what I want, reward me and recognize me and have my back. So those are sort of fundamentals as we think about anything. So we've got our products, but was also unique and I think is really different. Even when you call it the credit card division, we don't think like that. We think Correct about, me. No, I mean, yeah, we yeah, think no. about our customers and what they need, and we're a full-service financial company, so we think about the customer and what their needs. We don't think about, from a product standpoint, what product do they need? What does our customer need to live their life? And we have our new campaign right now. He says, what, what would you like the power to do? What we want to say is, what do people want to accomplish, and then how do we build our capabilities around that? So as an example, we have our preferred rewards program. So we look at it across our different products and services. So you could have a checking account, whether we have a Merrill investment account, a mortgage. How do we look at cumulatively? What are you doing with us, the amount of business, and how do we reward you for the totality of your business. So it's taking a little bit of a broader view of the customer and ensuring we're creating the programs and the products based on the full relationship instead of just, we're not a monoline. I guess that's the difference that when you look at the category, there are monolines. We don't view a credit card division as a monoline. We say, what do our customers need to live their financial life? And let's make sure we're rewarding them for their business. So that's really interesting because as a preferred rewards visa cardholder, we worked with Bank of America on the launch of that product. And it, it's really interesting because it's kind of cool to see your banking and deposits actually give you more rewards. It's really rich, you know, especially with the uh, double points on travel and dining with the top preferred rewards ratio. How do you afford to give out so much back per dollar spent. Are you losing money on certain areas so, because you look at the big picture? Well, when you look at it, and there are thresholds, right? So we've got different tiers depending on the combined assets that you have at the bank. So a gold tier, 20 to 50,000 in assets, and it goes all the way up to 100 and mm -hmm. above. And so we have got also incredible retention. We've got 99% retention of customers who are enrolled in our preferred rewards program because they see, just to your point, Brian, how rich it is. And they're also more satisfied and more likely to recommend Bank of America. So out of the millions and millions of customers that we have enrolled, 
They're great customers. They refer, and they're continuing to do more business with us. So we look at it over the long term, too, I think, which is maybe different than other folks. We look at sort of the lifetime of our customer and how do we think about the, the future of our customer doing more business with us over time. I think that's really interesting because so many people say, why do the banks you know, work with you? Why do they want people? You know, The airlines must hate you because people are redeeming their points and they're losing money. But I think what you said is very true. Like the engaged customers truly do bring more value back over time. So you want people to use their points. We want people to use the points. We want people to engage. We want them to feel rewarded for doing business with us. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a Bank of America Preferred Rewards member and a premium rewards Visa card holder, they always talk about layering your rewards, like layering your credit card with your banking rewards. And as a Preferred Rewards Platinum Honors tier member, I can't think of a better program because I'm getting three and a half points per dollar spent on travel and dining and 2.62 points on everything else. There's nothing else that competes with that. And because, you know, I'm a Platinum Honors tier member, so I have a certain amount of assets with Bank of America, I'm not going anywhere because I'm loving that. And it's a low annual fee on the card, and it's very favorably comparable to any other card out there, in my opinion, especially if you combine it with the preferred rewards, there's there's nothing better. So basically with the points, they're not at a certain airline. You don't have to use them in only a certain category. It is, you know, basically cash back, right? That, like that, That's how I use it actually is cash. Because you can use it for any purchase. So if you've got a helicopter that right. you need to pay for, which actually I, I do blade. <laughs> I mean, it happens. I, I, <laughs> it was funny the first time that I was talking about how I use my points with the B of A team. Because I do, I use them for like, the helicopter to the Hamptons, because, you know, you can spend on it and just wipe those charges off at one cent each. And they were like, yeah, Brian, we don't think most people are going to use it for helicopters. But even, you know, we're both dog owners. You can use it for the vet bills, which Lee and I both have French bulldogs. They're money pits, man, but they're amazing. Money pits. (laughs) We always talk about this. Do you have a dog? I have two cats. Two cats. Yeah. Do they get along? Um, yeah, most most of the time they get along. And do you have a favorite? I do have a favorite, Riley. No, <laughs> the fan favorite is Anthony, so a shout out to Anthony. I have a lot of bodega cats near me when I go for walks, and it's like probably my most popular thing on Instagram stories. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> so Meredith, explain a little bit more about preferred rewards. What counts as a deposit, and then what are the bonus levels that a consumer can get by hitting those levels? Yeah, so I mean, the way it works is there are different thresholds depending on the amount of business you do with us, and it's combined business. And this is what's really important. So it's either having a deposit account or if you have a Merrill investment account, you don't have to have both. It's just doing business with us at the different thresholds. And you get different level of rewards depending on it. And it's a multiplier effect in terms of the amount of bonus that you get on your credit card as well as we get interest rate boosters and other types of uh, benefits. And really, it's as the more business you do, the more the rewards grow. And I'll tell you, these folks who are enrolled in this loyalty program, we've got a very high retention rate, about 99% retention rate, because the rewards are so rich, as well as they're more likely to recommend Bank of America because they're so satisfied with the program. Because the top level is 75% bonus, right? So that 2x on travel becomes three and a half. Right. As a Platinum Honors tier member, two points with the card becomes three and a half on travel and dining with preferred rewards as a top tier member and 2.62 points on everything else, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and I mean, 2.62% on every purchase back. Mm-hmm. Like there is no There's other. Nothing comparable. Yeah. That's why, I mean, I know I'm the spokesman for preferred rewards for Bank of America, but even if I wasn't, I'm still not leaving. Yeah. Like she said, uh, it's too good to pass up and I recommend it to everybody. 
there's a lot of benefits, ancillary benefits as well. For instance, if you order foreign currency online before a trip, like I just did to yeah. uh, Japan, I ordered my yen online, you get a 2% discount off the uh, published foreign currency exchange rate and free shipping, oh, wow. which is tough to beat because, I mean, why not? You're getting a better deal than you would in an ATM or surely at a uh, foreign I exchange I did not desk. know that. You yeah. learn something new every day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And of course, you get no fee ATM withdrawals anywhere in the US. That's awesome. And then on the actual premium rewards visa card, there are no foreign transaction fees when you use it abroad? Correct. And then two points for every dollar spent on travel and dining and a point and a half for everything else. And of course, they give you a $100 annual airline incidental credit and a global entry credit, travel insurance, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, the card only has a $95 annual fee. So the $100 airline credit makes, you know, basically you're, you're getting remunerated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say you're getting paid because that's, pro but yeah, it, you can totally come out ahead. And especially we haven't even gotten to the best part, the sign up bonus, which if you're not a customer, you can apply and it's 50,000 points after spending 3,000 within 90 days, which is, you know, pretty much. Which is very doable. And it's very comparable, as you know, favorably to almost any other card out there, especially in this uh, tier level. And, uh, you know, for me, it's just been fantastic combining it with everything else. And uh, it, it's easy when you use the app, because like I said, you can do foreign currency exchange, you can uh, order it online. And they have a dashboard called My Rewards, where you can just basically see everything right there. It's a really easy to use app. You can uh, get your cash back right there if you go for redemption. You could actually book travel there if you wanted to, or get gift cards, or uh, use Bank Ameridales, which is, I actually love those, because then I get 10 to 15% cash back on a lot of restaurants and Starbucks, which I go to every single day. Yeah, so right when you log in, it's right there, just right below your name. It's a, you know, welcome Meredith Rewards right there. You hit on it, and you can redeem your points right there. It could not be easier. I have uh, apps for several financial institutions, and there's none better than Bank of America, without question. It's so easy to use. Yeah, and let's talk. Lee, I know some of you are, so you've been to every country in the world. You um, Last time we talked, I hadn't yet been to Liberia. My, a bunch of our employees just went because we do charity work there. There are no working ATMs in the country. So not that most people listening at home will be going to places like Liberia, but having currency on you when you visit certain destinations is critical. Real quick story. When I was in Liberia, it must have been uh, 10, 11 years ago, something like that. Absolutely zero ATMs in the entire country. And at that particular time, I was doing a three-month trip across, across West Africa trying to visit all of West Africa. So I ran out of money. So I tried to find an ATM. There was no ATMs. So what I did was I went to the U.S. Embassy. The first time and only time since I've ever gone to a U.S. Embassy because they have an ATM there. So basically, I just knock on the door when they open, and they wouldn't let me in to use the Doesn't sound like the, a Bank of America branch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? So what I ended up having to do um, in lieu of going to Western Union and waking somebody up in the middle of the night to wire me money, I ended up going to Brussels Airlines and overpaying by $1,000 for a random ticket that I didn't even want to use just because they would give me cash. Did they take for the a cut access. of it? Yeah, of course they did. Of course. <laughs> but that was my, uh, my big ATM Liberia story. Meredith, you um, travel a lot for work. How do you, do you like to use your uh, points to travel or do you get merchandise? Like what's your favorite way to use your bank? Cash remote? back. Cash back. Cash <laughs> Absolutely. back person Absolutely. all day long. It actually has to feel pretty good to like be able to, just get cold, hard cash. I feel like I've made money. I uh, Yeah. Well, just by doing what you would yeah. do normally. And, and, and look at the rewards landscapes, especially with airlines, how it's changed over the past few years. I mean, we were just discussing this. So why not take the cash, buy the ticket, and then you're earning miles and spend toward requalification for next year. And you know how important that is. No, that's really important, especially, you know, we're recording this at the end of the year. Elite travelers are always trying to use, buy tickets to get to the next elite tier, because these days you have to be 
you know, have elite status to really be treated well by airlines. And the fact that you can use these points to pay for any ticket you want, not have to worry about availability, especially if you have a family and you can only travel over a certain time. Look, I love all types of miles and credit card points, but like the flexibility on this card is unparalleled, especially if you're at the highest levels of preferred rewards. Yeah. And that's what our customers tell us. I mean, really so much of this was designed or everything is designed that we do is around the customer and that's what they want, you know, high earn rates and flexibility. So this card was designed exactly for folks like Lee who said that this is the kind of card they want and the benefits. So Meredith, I know you do a lot of work shifting the culture of Bank of America. I know diversity inclusion, every company says that they're committed to it, but I know at Bank of America, it means something else. What does diversity and inclusion mean? Yeah, thanks for asking that, Brian. It is really important. You know, we talk a lot about being a sustainable company. To be sustainable, you need to make it a great place to work for your employees. And there's a lot of things around great place to work, how you treat your employees, how you pay your employees, and also how do you create a diverse and inclusive environment. An inclusive environment means everyone feels comfortable coming to work, to bring their full selves to work. So that's something that comes from the top down of the company. We've got a very robust diversity and inclusion council. It's part of, if you look at the demographics of what we've made up in our company, it's so important that we reflect the communities in which we serve. We're in one in two U.S. households, so we need to reflect the fabric Mm -hmm. in every community in which we serve. And so that is so important that we look like the rest of the country. We reflect the rest of the country. In fact, we just launched on Thanksgiving, maybe you saw our new commercial, where we feature our own employees. It's really on their way to work in the morning, what it's like for them to get up and just go to work. And we have a line, we see you because we are you. And the point is, this is who we are, and everyone is welcome at Bank of America. I, I saw this spot with your CEO, which kind of almost gave me the chills. It was a, it was really authentic. Yeah, piece. that was last Thanksgiving, yeah. the one before. We like, <laughs> we like Thanksgiving at Bank of America because it's, it's actually a really nice time where people are reflective and they actually take a moment to chill and maybe be off their phones yeah. and just spend some time with family. Lee, how is your worldview, if you can remember back to the Lee before you visited every country in the world, you were in finance, How has your worldview changed from getting to visit every country in the world? I look at things in a pre and post 9-11 way. Having worked in the World Trade Center and having dealt with the reality of that, that helped change me a lot and prioritize travel and seeing the world. And then actually deciding to and going to every country and now working and travel full time for the last 13 years has just opened my, my eyes and my mind to everything. You know, there's one of those famous quotes to travel is to realize that everyone else is wrong about other countries. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Some of those quotes that you always see are, are so true. And uh, you Not see... Not all who wander are lost. lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love that people are getting out there more. Meredith, what has been the most life-changing trip that you've ever taken? Uh, well, actually, I've been to Kenya twice. Yeah. So uh, I went there when my older brother, Michael, was in the Peace Corps. I went uh, when I was 15, and then I went about three years ago. We do a lot of work with Red. Mm. And so I had an opportunity to go to Kenya and uh, visit some of the children who are the beneficiaries of all the work that Red is doing to create an AIDS-free generation. So it was just a remarkable opportunity to see the impact of the work and the, and the bank has been a very big supporter of that and then to really see the impact. That's good. That's awesome. And Kenya is one of my favorite countries and uh, that's that's great that you got to do that. And thanks uh, as a out entrepreneur, I know Bank of America has always had a, not always has it consistently ranked at the top of HRC uh, for great places to work for LGBTQ people. 
it's always good to see companies actually put their money where their mouth is and really give back globally. We've done globally. We also do a lot with Love Has No Labels, which is the ad council's mm -hmm. campaign mm -hmm. on just recognizing diversity. And in our markets, when we have pride events on all of our local markets, we use the Love Has No Labels material, and people are very, very proud. Meredith, what do you see for Bank of America in 2020? What can what should we be looking out for? What are some of the exciting things that you're most excited about? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about this question that we ask. We ask this simple question, what would you like the power to do? And what people say are pretty big things, like, I want to travel the world. And then it helps us understand, okay, let's make sure then we're understanding that. We have the right products. We have the right services. We're helping people save for that and creating the right tools to do so. So I'm excited about continuing to ask that question, continuing to listen to people. That's what my passion is, is getting those insights and listening and ensuring that we're creating the right products and services that are meeting the needs of our customers. Lee, what, what do you see coming? What should, for someone who's seen so much, what should people listening know about the travel space or maybe even some countries that people, you think people should visit if they're not some of the most popular countries but offer amazing experiences? I, I love the African continent. I always say that the most underrated country in the world is Namibia. And uh, if you like desert scenery like I do, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Also, on the other side of the world, in South America, Bolivia, I think is one of the best countries in the world to visit just for nature, scenery. And uh, I was actually in Peru about a month ago and uh, got to do some hikes in the Andes. And Peru, for being a small country, really punches above its weight. It has so much to do. It really varies from 6,000-meter peaks of the Andes to you know rainforests in the Amazon to amazing beaches and some of the best cuisine in, in all the world. Lima is the capital of food in South America now, right? The ceviche is no joke. <laughs> so, Lee, as a premium rewards visa cardholder, I know it's really flexible to use, but what are some of the ways that you use your points on your crazy travels? Well, if I'm redeeming points, I usually do it as cash because cash is king. And I find it's the best value with the Bank of America app. You can also book travel, which for some people might be good value. But for me, somebody who travels as much as I do and has as many miles as I do, I find I get the best value for cash. And then I can use that and kind of double for dip anything <laughs> for, right for anything and then double dip because I'm getting multiple points per dollar spent on anything travel related. And then I'm also requalifying for the following year with the airlines. But the other thing that's great about premium rewards and, of course, preferred rewards is that you're not beholden to an airline. You can use your your points and rewards for whatever you want, whether it's gift cards or uh, cash back or, of course, travel. And even that hundred dollar credit. Some cards make you select an airline. Do you have to do that with the... Uh, no, you have ultimate flexibility. You can do whatever you want. And Bank of America knows what you're spending on. So if you're spending on travel, you're rewarded with the point multipliers. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Meredith, are there any other unique ways that members can use their points? Yeah, one thing that we uh, started was you can redeem them by putting them in a 529 account. And what's great is if you've got young families who are just starting out, just had a child, what a great way to start saving is by putting in a 529 through our Merrill uh, investment account. So we're saying people really, really like that and helping them save. That makes a lot of sense, too. I have a 11 nieces and nephews, and I'm now each year as I start to put away for their 529s, it adds up really quickly. I don't have kids yet, but a lot of my friends who have kids are like, Brian, love the points guy, but like, we're not traveling right now. You know, we've got other expenses that are more important. So it is pretty amazing whether you want cash or to put it directly into a 529. That's pretty 
powerful. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of feedback we got. We've got people who are like Lee, you know, just crazy travelers or want to uh, do the cash to then get ahead on the mileage or just other ways they can think about just managing the, their financial life. And one of the other things, if you're not already a global entry member, there is a $100 rebate for that as well. And I can speak to that, that it has saved me. As, an, as a frequent traveler, not only do you get global entry, but you get pre-check as well. So to save time in the airport when you're going on flights and coming home from trips abroad, it can save you countless hours. Meredith, Lee, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Talking Points. Safe travels. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Make sure you check out all the details on the pointsguy.com slash premium rewards visa. And as always, thanks to my amazing TPG team, Christy Matsui, Scott Mayerowitz, Wallace Cotton, and Nat Rowe. And to my podcast crew, Margaret Kelly and Caroline Chagrin. I'm Brian Kelly. Safe travels, everyone.